0: This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. We have kind of a spicy one today, folks. A group of Catholic laywomen issued over the weekend a challenge to the bishops participating in the Synod on Synodality meeting that's launching today in Rome, and I thought I would bring that to you today for obvious reasons. And the letter is an unquestioning challenge to their authority. They ask them basically if these bishops are even Catholic. I have most of that letter for you here in a moment. Now, As you might expect, in some places, the letter is a tad too touchy for this place, and I have to be kind of careful about how I talk about some of the issues in there. I'll have the full text linked in today's show notes at returntotradition.org for your reading pleasure, and you can read it without any worried about YouTube-friendly filters. Make sure to keep all the synod participants in your prayers, even if it's for their interior conversion, if you feel it necessary. Now, after the text of that letter, we'll talk about an important piece of synod-related news. So here's the letter. Declaration of Catholic Women on the Synod on Synodality. Now, this begins in a little spicy way, and I'll have to skip past a little bit of the text here, but it begins by reminding us that our Lord Jesus Christ established the Catholic Church to be the light of the world, and that through the successors of the apostles we may hear his voice, and that all nations be led to eternal salvation. It's a reminder of what the church's mission actually is, salvation of souls. Not to make people feel good, not to make them feel like they're part of a bigger thing. It's a salvation of souls. And that we really shouldn't be that concerned about people's feelings on things, and then it <clears throat> then they go into the reason why I can't really quote this next part is because it goes into some with the ideology of the flesh that is just undermining everything in the West right now this uh we'll call it a fad where people think that despite the reality of the flesh, they can just choose to believe whatever they want about themselves and uh most embodied by that one public figure who, destroyed a, who through the endorsement of a, an adult beverage company in America, destroyed that brand completely. <laughs> so, if you catch my meaning. Anyway, and now we go to the text, the rest of the text. This surrender to the world is reaching its climax, with a forthcoming gathering in Rome called the Synod on the Synodality. In the preparations for this gathering, much has been made of the role of women in the church. Suggestions have even been made that the structures of the church be reformed, so that women might participate in governance and that women's inclusion in the diaconate be considered. Female participants, whom Pope Francis has appointed and given a vote equal to a bishop or cardinal, have advocated heretical doctrines and espoused views contrary to the Catholic faith. In the preparatory documents themselves, poisonous error is insinuated to the effect that unrepentant and notorious public sinners should be, quote-unquote, welcomed into the church without repentance as a precondition of sacramental communion. Such a quote-unquote, welcome, would only ensure more terrible torments for those individuals in the world to come, as anyone who professed the Catholic faith would know. We have also witnessed the church leaders and lower clergy who are willing to revise the church's teaching on uh, the James Martin sin and endorse blessings of James Martin pairings. Regrettably, Pope Francis has appointed some of these individuals to key organizational positions or as voting members of the October Assembly. As Catholic women who practice the faith and believe all that Holy Mother Church teaches, We wish to be represented only by bishops, to whom Christ entrusted the governance and leadership of his church, and only insofar as they believe and profess the church's faith. Those who come in by another way are, quote, thieves and robbers who come only to steal, to slay, and destroy. See John chapter 10, verse 10. We and our families, and indeed all Catholic laity, have a right to orthodox doctrine and faithful preaching from the pastors of the council of the church. See, the... See the Code of Canon Law, Canon 229, subsection 1. Therefore, to those bishops, the actual successors of the apostles, mingled among the mixed assembly of lay persons and ecclesiastics purporting to be a synod of bishops, and soon to be assembled in Rome, we, the undersigned Catholic laywomen, demand evidence that you do in fact continue to profess the Catholic faith. Specifically, we ask the following. Do you share the unbroken faith of the Church, that certain actions can be qualified as morally evil based on their nature, regardless of the intention behind them or the consequences for everyone involved? See Veritatis Splendor, number 79 and 82. Do you hold to the absolute primacy of the objective moral order that by itself surpasses and fittingly coordinates all other spheres of human affairs? See the Vatican II document Intermitifica. Do you profess with the Council of Nicaea, St. John Paul II, and all the Church's tradition, that, by divine law, only baptized men may receive the imposition of hands necessary for sacred ordination, so that baptized women are always and necessarily in all respects to be numbered among the non-ordained faithful. See the 19th canon of Nicaea and Ordinatio Sacerdotalis. Do you uphold the unbroken teaching of sacred tr- scripture and holy tradition that James Martin activities are disordered, objectively disordered? And contrary to the natural law, which under no circumstances can be approved. See Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 2357. Do you uphold the doctrine that the Holy Spirit was promised to the successors of Peter, not so they might, by his revelation, make known some new doctrine, but that by his assistance they might religiously guard and faithfully expound the revelation or deposit of faith transmitted by the Apostles? See Vatican I, Pastor Eternus. Do you uphold the faith of the Church that faith alone is an insufficient preparation for receiving the sacrament of the Most Holy Eucharist? But that sacramental confession must necessarily be made beforehand by those whose conscience is burdened with mortal sin, however contrite they may consider themselves. So the Council of Trent decree on the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist, Canon 11. Do you uphold the doctrine that the charism of truth, which certainly is, was, and always will be in the succession of the episcopacy from the Apostles, was given not that the dog may be be tailored according to what seems better and more suited to the culture of each age, but so that the absolute and immutable truth preached by the apostles from the beginning may never be believed to be different, may never be understood in any other way. See St. Pius X's Sacrorium Antistitum. Because if you do not believe with the church on each of these points, then you are false shepherds whom Christ's sheep, who hear his voice and follow him, cannot follow. They issued on September 30th, 2023, the Feast of St. Jerome, Doctor of the Church. A couple of things. The authors of that remind us, with citations, that we aren't to follow false shepherds. Now, I wish the authors would have used the word heretic to describe anyone who disagrees with any of the points of contention in that letter, because that's what they are, if they do. And heretics have severed themselves from, the, from union with the Church. That should be noted, but maybe in charity, and in an effort to not inflame the bishops who might read that letter... They chose not to go quite that far, simply ending it on the note that any bishop who disagrees with those various points are not to be followed by the laity. It's an important point, and it still leaves the important question at hand. Given the secrecy of the Synodal Assembly, how do we know who we are to trust among the prelates in in attendance? That's a good question to ask, isn't it? How do we know? Anyway, I'll let you think about that as we talk about this. Just before the synod started, Francis made 21 new cardinals. That's not news anymore, but he did talk about one thing that got mainstream secular media attention. And I think we should read this as a message to the Synodal Assembly. And his message to them is inclusion. Headline from CBS News. Preaching a more tolerant church, Pope appoints 21 new cardinals. Look, I know. The objection is going to be that CBS is going to spin this to fit into the secular narrative. I'll even grant you that to a degree. I just think they don't need to spin things that much to get a secularized message out of Francis. But here's their major takeaway. From CBS News, quote, The College of Cardinals is called to resemble a symphony orchestra representing the harmony and synodality of the church, said Francis, seated under a canopy before the gathered cardinals on the steps of St. Peter's Basilica. Diversity is necessary. It is indispensable. However, each sound must contribute to the common design," said the Argentine Jesuit. The choice of the new cardinals, who included diplomats, close advisors, and administrators, is closely watched as an indication of the priorities and position of the church. During his papacy, Francis has sought to create a more inclusive, universal church, looking past Europe to clergy in Africa, Asia, and Latin America, to fill the church's highest ranks. With his latest roster of cardinals, Francis has again looked to the world's quote-unquote peripheries, where Catholicism is growing while breaking with the practice of promoting archbishops of large, powerful dioceses. The array of cardinals represent, quote, a richness and a variety of experience, and that's what the church is all about, the Archbishop of Cape Town, Stephen Brislin, told AFP Thursday. The church encompasses all people. Not just a certain group of people, he said. There are three new cardinals from South America, including two Argentinians and three from Africa, with the promotion of the Archbishops of Juba in South Sudan, Tabora in Tanzania, and Brislin from Cape Town, end quote. It goes on to talk about some of the places in Asia they're coming from, including Cardinal Zen's homeland. Now, honestly, as I said in my live stream Sunday morning, I don't actually object to cardinals coming from a wider variety of places, especially places not traditionally represented in the Roman Curia. The issue here is, of course, who these people are in all too many cases. I go over some of that in the live stream I did uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, so go check that out if you haven't. The main takeaway here is the concept of being welcome, creating more welcoming church. The language of Creating a new church had been used a lot until fairly recently by the organizers of the synod and some of their mouthpieces in the laity. I kind of suspect that a memo went out from Rome telling them to stop saying it that way because, frankly, it's the language of apostasy. And you can't have that kind of thing being said with a straight face by organizers of a formal synod of the church. But those are the values we're expected to maintain now in the church. Listening to voices from a wide variety of backgrounds. It's purely ideological and coming at a time when Francis is telling us to not be driven by ideology. Such is the present nature of the multi-decade crisis in the church and the stage we're in now. What do you think of all this, though? You can read the full letter through the link I have to it at returntotradition.org, so go check it out, please, and make sure to follow me there. But let me know what you think of the secular coverage of the Synod, as well as that letter challenging the bishops in the comments, please. And thanks to the patrons for their continued support of this channel. It is greatly appreciated. If you want to become a patron, links in the description box below. As always, pray for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.